Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Change What We Normalize podcast. I have a special treat for y'all today. This is actually my first in-person episode um, since prior to the pandemic. I started this podcast back in 2020, and I was doing all of these episodes here. This was before we even had the visual aspect of the podcast. And since I started it, I've had guests, but I've never had anyone in person, right? So this is actually my first in-person guests. And I'm super, super excited about that. So make sure you share this out. You like, you subscribe, you leave a review. Reviews are how we get found. So far, we're doing excellent with the reviews too. We're at five, um, I think it's at, what is it? Five-star rating. Uh, we're doing amazing with the reviews. Um, so I definitely appreciate all of my supporters, all of my listeners for tuning in. Um, but I'm super excited. I'm not going to waste no more time because I got my brother here. Um, he's doing incredible things. He's a father. He's a husband. He's a business owner. He's a change agent. Um, I call him a millennial leader. Um, it's just so many different things, man. So many different things that he's doing, and they're all incredible. And I'm super excited to bring him on this episode of the Change What We Normalize podcast. This is my guy, Les Squire Jr. Stay tuned. Hey, what's going on, bro? How what's you feeling? Up? What's up? Finally, finally, y'all was able to get my guy um, Les on a podcast. He actually brought me this amazing uh, milkshake smoothie from um, was it Hip City Veg? Hip City Veg. You yeah, actually yeah. put me on. You put me on. Yeah, it's joining this rocking, y'all. I gotta make sure I get a Hip City Veg uh, sponsor. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I gotta that, make sure I get to be powerful, right? Bro. I can't be plugging them and I'm getting no sponsor. <laughs> for real, for real. But no, um, I'm super excited to have you here, bro, and to be the one that kicks off the the live in-person podcast episodes. I'm just super excited um, for that. Um, but for those of you, those of you that don't know Les, I want you to go ahead and just kind of introduce yourself. Yeah. Um, again, my name is Les Squire Jr. Um, I'm, I'm from Pleasantville, New Jersey. I, I really am just excited to be here with you, man. Cause I, before I even go into who I am, I just want to big ups, you know, who you are and what you've been doing, man. Um, this podcast is definitely changing other people's lives. And I know that it's going to continue to change people's lives because, you know, you, you're such a change, change agent. I know some people use that loosely, but for you, I see you moving, man. And every single move that you make, it's like, it's power packed with impact. And it it helps me, you know what I mean? And I know we've been brothers for a long time, but uh, it's truly a blessing to see you move the way that you move. And uh, it's it's helped me. It's helped my children. It's helped my wife. It, it's just, it's helping our circle. You know what I mean? Our circle, we, we have a pretty tight, tight circle. Tight yeah. circle. And uh, the things that you're doing, has blessed all of us, man. So keep keep doing keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a husband. I'm a father. Um, I like the I like to be really involved with my community. You know what I mean? That's that's something that's really heartfelt. Something that has really you know, my my mom was a teacher. My dad was in social work. I've always seen them help people. Mm-hmm. So I've always been like a people person. I always wanted to help people. Really wanted to know what people 
like, didn't like, and just right. wanted to be a people pleaser, you know. And that could be a good thing and a <laughs> right. bad thing and at times. Thing. Right, right, right. Um, but but yeah, man, it, you know that that's who I am. I'm I uh, I love hard. Um, I work hard. I work smart, and uh, I just try to give as much value as I possibly can. That's who, that's who I am. I, I yeah, like yeah, yeah. And um, first first and foremost, I receive you know just the love that you gave me because as a man, that's challenging to do. Yeah. is to receive. So I, I definitely received that and appreciate it and reciprocate yeah. it back to you. Um, but I want to dive, I want to dive right into, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, let's do um, it. So with these episodes, with these, with this season of having guests, something I'm really big on, and you've been with me to different places when I say your story is about you, but it's not for you. Yeah. yeah. I firmly yeah. believe that, that we all have some type of story right. um, that we're supposed to share in some way. It doesn't have to be necessarily you on a stage, a platform. It might be through writing. It might be right. through spoken word. It might be through business, like whatever it is, but there's something in you that you need to get out that other people need. Mm. Um, so I want to dive a little deep into, you know, Les Squire prior to who you are today, prior to, you know, never uh, the, the change agency, prior to never quit, prior to all of that stuff. Yeah. You know, let, let's jump back to maybe teenage years and how you even developed to get to this point. Um, Man. I, I was I was a kid that always wanted to learn something. Like I always wanted to learn. I love learning. Mm-hmm. So I would listen to anybody. It could be it could be a kid, it could be an adult, you know, it could be somebody on the side of the street. I always listen to them because again, I, I'm just a people person. I, I would I wouldn't disrespect nobody, like, nah, man, you ain't got nothing to add to me. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Like, so I, I wouldn't um disrespect anybody in that in that regard. So I I learned a lot through just listening, but also I made a lot of mistakes. Mm. I made a lot of mistakes. I remember my mom always telling me, boy, you need to stop moving so fast. Sure. You just want to move. You you moving, you moving, you moving. And um, I don't really know where you're going. And I didn't right. I didn't know either. I just wanted to get out of my own way because I knew that I, I wanted to help people. So I need to get to where I need to go so that I can help people get where they need to go. So mm. Again, it, it was it was a blur to me because I didn't really know the vision, but I just knew I wanted to help. And I think that that was the heart of everything. Um, but, man, I made a lot of mistakes. Um, I mean, I can I can tell I can say one mistake in particular. I remember um, growing up without really having a strong relationship with my dad, mm. even though I desired it. And now I can, you know, now I can piece it together. Like you say, who I am now. Right. But at the time, I didn't even know I, I needed a relationship with him. And I, at, at the point of me being a teenager, I didn't really care because I just wanted what I wanted. Right. I right. wanted to do what I Most wanted to do. Was, uh... Yeah. Yeah. So um, that, that was a big mistake of mine because I didn't build with my dad, even though I had him in the house. I didn't build with him. So I didn't learn a lot of the things that I learned, you know, in my third in the 30s and only 32 but you know in the last two years three years mm. and i could learn you know back you know i was a teenager and in my 20s mm. you know so yeah 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 that's that's one of the mistakes that i definitely made but the the other thing that made me who who i am is um i matured fast i had a daughter at 19 you know yeah, I had a daughter at I nineteen. Yeah, you know, having Kylie at nineteen, man, it 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 helped me to step up. And I was all I was always, you know, a little bit more mature than my peers, but I, that really helped me That's step a different up. Level, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I because at that point I was in college. Um, I was working at uh, what's the joint? Uh, 
the chicken joint. Oh, the wings joint. Yeah, the yeah, wings yeah, yeah, wings <laughs> joint. I was working at the chicken joint. I was working. Shot up yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> yo, she never wanted to pay me. She yo. never wanted to be like, yeah, she never wanted to pay doing? me. Like, I'm doing work. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> and the I was driving joint. everywhere for her because the way that I got the job was um, I just saw, I was driving by and I saw um, need a delivery driver, cash. Like, so I'm like, all right, I want, I want it like just cash in the pocket. So I went in there and told her I would drive. And she was like, you will? I'm like, yeah. How much is it? And she told me it was like five twenty-five an hour or something like that. Mm. I wanted—I was just like, I want money in my pocket. So I remember going and driving. Man, I remember this one drive. I drove way out to like Weymouth Road, back like in the deep, deep roots of, of Maze Landing. Deep. Man, it was like I took like thirty-five minute drive there, and, <laughs> and she ain't even want to pay me for the day. I'm taking so, all the wings. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm taking whatever I want. Taking everything. Everything, yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I had to work. I had I had to work. I um, I remember graduating. Uh, but I remember that just being a, a, a tough time, a challenging time, because having having somebody depend on you, like solely you, and um, it, it was just a lot. So I, yeah. I, I had to mature quickly. Um, but it, but it's, but it's been good though. You know, it's yeah, been good. Everybody has their their specific journey and path, and um, yeah, it's almost one of those things where it's like, man, as crazy as it was at that time, it's like Kylie's a beautiful young lady. It's oh, just man. like we wouldn't change it for the world. It's like, oh, nah, man. I wouldn't change it. No, man, and that, and that's the thing. Like, you know, when you when you growing up, you know, you know, in that teenage age, you're so naive, man. Right. To, you know, to a certain degree, you. You think you know it all. You think this. You think that. You just think you know what's going to happen, and you don't. You don't. You don't. <laughs> Yo, and they told us no prior to that. Yeah, you think I know it all? It's like because I do. Yeah, because I do. And then you realize, like, oh, I don't. No, nah, it's dangerous nah. out here. Yeah, and then you listen to so many other voices, <laughs> and they like, yo, yo, and you like, yo, so and so said they doing this, so I can do that too. And it's not, it's not that way, man. It's, it's not mm. that way at all. Um, but you but you learn you learn quickly though you, mm. you learn quickly especially when you become an adult and when you have other people depend on you and you make the mistakes and then you're unable to provide or unable to um you know move how you would move when you just by yourself like the mistake that you make by yourself is just you so like you can take those those hits but then when it comes to like somebody else that's depending on you you can't take that hit you like can't. that because you, you gotta come up pressure. you gotta come yeah. up with something well so it's a different kind of pressure that you have to to deal with yeah but um even well because i know i know your story obviously just growing up with you but um yeah. it makes me think of the whole slogan of never quit yeah and um like you've really lived that thing yeah like really really lived that thing and I'm not sure when it developed in you when you sat back and was like, yeah, I really like never quit. Yeah. Cause there's obviously moments where you're just like, man, I can't do this. Like this is too much. Yeah. But for some somehow, you know, through God's grace, you found a way. Yeah. And that's why it's so powerful when you talk about never quit or when people see the brand, it's like it's not, it's not what y'all think it is. Nah. Y'all think nah. it's like a, you know, you get the slogan shirts. It's like y'all think it's it's a lot deeper. You think than it's that. this rah-rah, you know, oh, never get, quit. Get that's dope, right? And it's just like yeah. it's it's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot more than that. And I would um, love for people to kind of hear more of the story, you know, more about that. That's why I, th- I love the power of like storytelling. <clears throat> yeah, man. Um, 
Well, I'll, I'll start. You know, I had a daughter at 19, work, working two to three jobs, going to college. And, you know, at that time I was doing network marketing. So I had a little business on the yeah. side, too. Um, you know, then then meeting my wife um, at at what, 20 years old. And then mm-hmm. after getting with her, um, she she really helped change the trajectory of my life because I was dealing with some challenging things um, from from just a uh, co-parenting situation. Like it, it was really difficult for me. Mm-hmm. And I remember when meeting meeting my wife, she really showed me what love really, you know, really, really is, you know, and it, it changed my life because I started to receive um love that I've never received like that from from a, mm. a you know from from someone else outside right. of my 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 fam- media family right and um you know after graduating getting married at 22 had you know two ch- two children yeah, it was, yeah, it was, yeah we yeah it we, was we, young. we yeah we we were young so we got so we got married at married at 22 we we bought a house at twenty. Bought a house at twenty three. We was we had our second child. Within two years later, we had our third, and then you know about two years ago we had Alyssa. So within about seven seven years, eight years, four children, house, you know all, all this stuff, and then you know now we just got a dog. We just got shout out Bombay. Shout out Bombay. But um. There's so many things that happen, and I tr- I try not to um, I try not to think about it like a blur, but there I re- I remember moments sitting down in my basement and, like crying, mm. you know, because like having bills stacked up or uh, you know something going on with the house or wow. sick or something happened with the kids. I mean, having my car repossessed, like it's it just so many things. And I look at where I am today, and I'm just like, yo, I just, I just didn't quit. Like that, like it really, it really came down to I didn't quit. People are like, yo, how you figure it out? It's just like I just didn't stop. Mm. Like no matter what, and that's the that's that's the beautiful thing about my wife and having her as my partner is that whenever something was happening, it was always what's the move. It wasn't like soaking in it. It was, what's the move? So we always had that mentality. So whenever things happen, it's just like, all right, we what's the move? What's the move? Right, right. What's next? So it's interesting because it's not that you didn't want to quit. It's just like I never did. Though. Oh man, it was it was time. I, like like uh, like Nipsey said in that video, that interview. I went through every emotion. Facts. I went through every emotion. Facts. I went. I went through. Um, uh, uh, wanting to quit, I went through. Yo, it, there was even moments where I, I remember when you shared this interview with me. It was with Andy Fischella, and he was talking about how he would he would have moment like thoughts of suicide, mm. and it and it'd be like not like real, really, really deep, but just quick thoughts. Like, man, if I wasn't here, man, like right, it, it like just go that, away. Right, right. Like I remember feeling that. You know what I mean? I remember having those moments, but what pulled me through of course was God but then I look at my children I look at my you know my wife and I can't leave them to fend for themselves not right. just from a financial standpoint but just as a mental like just just an overall foundation of growth and overall 
uh, experience here on earth is just humans. Like there's a foundation that I need to set for them to stand on so that they can take it to the next level mm. so that they can take their lives to the next level. Mm. And uh, that's powerful. And it's been inspiration for me watching you go through the process of it all, because I was, you know, I was there for the moments when you wanted to quit. I was there from when Kylie was born, actually all of them now think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but from like the, the beginning of it to now, and it's like, yeah, that's a real journey, but people may see you now and be like, yo, you know, he's killing it. He's doing this, but it's like, you still don't understand the story behind this or what I'm still developing and growing. Through. Oh like, yeah. You had, yeah. you know, just recent stuff, like you said, with the whole kind of letting go with you and your dad and really that situation, oh, like, man. that wasn't that long ago. <clears throat> no. Nah, and, and what's so crazy is it's amazing how God works because we can, we can go through so many years of, of turmoil, a great challenge. And then when it, when it, when it clicks and when, when you get into like God's will, like it's like none of that ever happened before. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it happened, you felt it, but it's like, it's, it's like you walking in glory to us and not saying that no challenges are going to happen. Not, not saying sure, that, you know, sure. but there, you just in this rhythm. And right now I think I'm just, I'm just in this rhythm mm. because I, like I, I want to be in his will. I don't, I know what it's like to live outside of it. Right. I know what it's like to different. And and that and that that was part of that me having to learn to never quit. It was I was doing things by myself. Mm. Right? Like even my even me and my wife being married, like there was times where I was still doing things by myself. She was doing things by herself. Like we were together and when it came to family stuff, we worked together, but we had these individual things that we were like working with instead of coming together and saying, babe, what you mean? It was, and I, I think, I think a lot of people, I, I, I talk to a lot of different people about their relationship with their significant other. And sometimes they keep things separate. And it's, and it's unfortunate because you you don't get the fullness of what, what God brings to, you know, a, a relationship between a man and a woman, you know, coming together, married and, and just, you know, uh, building a foundation for their family and, and you know, generations to come. Mm. Um, you you got to work together. But I had to learn that. And because I wasn't in, I, I, I was just on my own. I was just on, right. I was just on my own um, thinking, my own understanding, just saying, like, if I can just get to this point, then I'll bring him. I heard this guy say it. Matter of fact, you was there, um, um, George, George Hawkins. He said, yo, a lot of people say they want to give the God the glory or, or, they say, yo, I'm doing this for my family. And they they have success and they up on the podium like, yo, I, I did this for my family. I did this for God, whatever. But in that time, you didn't spend no time with your family. Mm, you spend like, no you time with God. Yeah, you ain't really doing it. You're That's just deep. doing it for the success of your, of yourself. But the reality is now, now that you got the success, you have nobody to share it with. And that's a scary thing, boy. Yeah. That's a scary. I'm a, like, what's the point? what's the point what's the point what's if the i point? can't share it and you can't enjoy it and embrace it with me yeah it's like what's the point it's interesting because um speaking of that whole uh george and the conference and all that yeah alicia is my center right alicia 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 yeah yeah, yeah um yeah. i'm in her journal group or whatever and one of the things uh that it was talking about was we had to do a journal entry kind of saying kind of speaking as our future selves mm. talking to God in a sense of like, yo, thank you, God. Oh, you know, um, right now I'm, I'm, I'm over on this side of the country doing this. 
kind of like checking in with God. Wow. Right. So I did That's I did mine. I did mine last week. We're doing it. And I kind of hit it like, yo, you know, hey God, what's going on? Just want to say thank you for helping me to kind of break through with this procrastination thing. Right now I'm traveling the country with my family. Wow. Uh, mind you, I haven't got a kid or nothing yet. But this is like this is the thought process. Like you're gonna lie. I'm traveling the country with my family and they get to be with me. Um we, we've created a life together, me and my wife, that we don't have to vacation from. Like all of this stuff, but it makes me think of what you were saying and that aspect of like, yo, I want y'all to be here and embrace all of this. Like I want this is what my vision is now. It's not what's the situation right now. It's like this is what I want it to be. I want yeah. y'all to be able to jump the plane with me and we out. And you can see what dad is doing. You can see what your husband is doing. We can have dinner. We can all that stuff, the fullness of them. We can yeah. embrace all that God has for us together. That you you said something I think is powerful. It's like like because because you created that scenario, you, you start to develop the environment around mm. you so that it happens. Yep. And I know I noticed this around like around the time that I actually because I, I got into a, a, a business community and the coach, he was I didn't even know never quit was like a thing, but I was saying it often wow. and I, I was saying it often. And he was just like, yo, this never like, why don't you just go with that? Like that be what you are known for, because when I listen to your story and all the things that you've been through, the reality is that's why you say it so much, because that's you like that's you, you never really you never quit. So when I when that became the thing or how how I live my life, um, I started casting this vision like I want this and I want that and I want my family being this and I want my family. I, w- I want these different things. And I started talking to my wife about it. What we did was we set the vision. And then when those things were happening, like my, when my car was repossessed, even though I felt that it was like, all right, how we get it back? Right, right. Because like we know we 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 don't stay in we don't stay in the um in the moment or or I shouldn't say in the moment. Um we embrace the moments, but we don't we don't we don't like pout about it. Yeah, yeah. We don't sit in it and it's like we gotta and make get, it worse. Yeah, it's, it's happening. Like what are we doing? Yeah, like what what I mean really, what we what are we gonna do? Seriously. I mean if 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 we sit here and cry about it, then they take the car. We never will get it back. If we get angry about it, they're not bringing it back. It's like <laughs> it's that, there's not, you know, nothing's gonna happen outside of you doing some sort of you know right. action that's gonna help you get the money or whatever, right, or right. make a phone call, or whatever. Um, so that that was the mentality. That's like our strategy. Like when people say, "Well, how, what's your strategy to win?" We just never stop. Right, right. And and when you make it as simple as that, sometimes people are like, "Yeah, but." What was like, like we don't the, like simplistic, but simplistic yeah. is like I, I'm starting to realize now in this season of my life, like simplicity is like like I I, I kept hearing less, like L E S S. And um mm-hmm. I was just thinking like, yo, just just less. Like yo, it's funny. Like leave everything simple, stupid. And yeah. I, I don't know why I said that to myself this morning, but that's <laughs> leave why everything simple, stupid. I like <laughs> that. I never heard nobody say it. <laughs> It's just like, yo, just it's simple. Because when I think about just life wow. and what where God's taking us and different things like that, just like, yo, we make it really complex. Yeah, man. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying it's not hard. It's yeah. going to be hard. Yeah. But it's going to be challenging, difficult. You're going to have your ups and downs, but it's simplistic. Yeah, man. It's <clears throat> it's definitely not easy, but it could be very simple, man. It could be very simple for us. And I and I think that's that's what has helped me mature more than anything is keeping things very simple. Every, 
every time I made things really complex, I would, man, I go down a rabbit hole. Same. And and be all congested with so much stuff that I didn't know what was up, down, left, or right. Mm. And a lot of times, those were those moments where I was down in my basement, like crying, crying out, like I I need your help because I I didn't like I tried everything that I knew to get an understanding to get out of the, out of the rabbit hole to get out of the depression mm. personal development was my god at one point like you know same, same. my dad introduced me to personal development when i was a kid when i was like 7 maybe being in the cars listening to jim Rohn and zig ziglar and les brown and billy graham all these all these people like i listened to all these people so it was like embedded in me so I always had a positive attitude. I was always really positive. When people saw the negative, I always saw the positive. Well, I always, I was really optimistic about things. Yeah. And I remember you saying that, Mr. Mr. Optimistic. They gave me a trophy for it. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. I remember that. So like that, that was a really big part of me and what kept me um, ahead. But what happened was a lot of mistakes and some of the issues and trauma that I dealt with in my life, I didn't really deal with it. Mm. I was just so positive, like, you, you, you know, there's a there's a fine line between being optimistic, positive and then sweeping things under, under the rug. Facts. You know what I mean? And we need to discover that more mm. because sometimes what we do is we'll sweep it under the rug and we go, oh, no, nah, everything's great. It's like, nah, nah bro, you need to actually feel that for a second. Yeah. And then deal with it and then, like, address it. And that's not optimism. No, nah, that's not optimism. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. But, but some people will try to disguise it as it's kind of like how um, the thing you told me the other day where you said that some people try to be hum- they say they're humble, but really they're hiding. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was that, powerful. That was heavy. Yeah, that was powerful. And when I heard that, I was like, she's like, you're not. Oh, you're not humble. You hiding. You like, hiding. Oh, it's dude. a different. And I, you know, oh. I, I've been saying this for a while, but I'm I'm doing research now. Right. Where. And it's not so much research, it's more like discovery. But there's some there's some words that the world uses um that is similar to like what the word of God says, but it's it's like again that fine line. Mm. It's like that fine line. It, it's like it's it's kind of it's or or it may not be a um a, a word specific, it may be just a term or, or whatever. But like you say, humble, like people they say humble and then hiding. Like humble mm-hmm. is like that's kind of like a world world term mm-hmm. for the most part. Like, and the reason why I say it's a world term, of course, it's in the Bible, but people have like butchered it. Yeah, for sure. People have like they 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 put culture. I hate when when the world puts culture around something. It's yeah. now the world's. It's like it's like influence. I can't stand the influencer. Where, uh, I can't stand. I was it. just talking to my cousin about that earlier. I can't stand it. And she was like, because she she's worked as a therapist for years and. You know, she's looking for a different line of work or whatever. And I'm like, yo, you can go into like consulting or something. Yeah. She was like, well, like the influencers, like on social media. I was like, nah, I said, nah, nah. nah I was like, cool, because I hate when they up there. Yeah, man. They're trying to like share their stuff. Because influencer, like influencer. Influencers, that's exactly right. Like inf- influencers, the, like the feeling that I get is capitalistic. Yeah. It, that's what it is. Like I, I'm giving you something for a return. It's, it, you're not, you're influencing them to do something. So that you get something in return. Yeah. And I and I feel like, look, if you're gonna be professional, I'm a consultant. I'm a consultant. Yeah. I'm a consultant, right? Mm-hmm. But when you do this influencer thing, 
it's, it's yeah, it's like, even, just like yeah, like I, a lot of people are it's influencers. A buzz, it's a buzzword with, with no influence, it's right? Like, it's exactly it's it's like, like, who it's do you influence? I just got a bunch of followers and stuff. It's like, but if you put a product up, would they buy it? You know what I mean? I I just I just think that the world has the the world has caught it. They 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 brand it. They add buzzword in this in this culture around it, and then it's now the world's now. Yeah, it's okay, people now start abusing it. Yeah, yeah, people start abusing it. That's why I love like that. That difference is oh, now people say, "Oh, I'm humble." I'm humble. You ain't humble. You hiding. Fact. You know what I'm saying? And I I want to start breaking down the discrepancy. Like I want I want to start tearing that stuff apart. Like yo, stop it, stop yeah, it. Yeah. No, like you correct. like like if you want to inspire people, like like people are saying they want to be influencers, but what they really want to do is inspire folks. So now good people are falling into this. Like we were talking about this before, like we we've been so caught up in personal development that at times our heart is for the people. And we've been trying to find ways to to um to be compensated for what it is that we've done because we want to do this forever and we know right. that we can't do it for free. Absolutely. But we would. Yeah. And we have for years. Yeah, we still do it. Exactly. And we and we choose to do that. And it's good when we do it, but I think where where the the confusion comes in is when you're when you're inspiring somebody, it you give them their own feeling and interpretation of what you share with them so that they can go they go and do it. Mm. An influencer means that you're trying to influence people to do what you're doing. Right, right, right. And I and I don't like I I don't like that because it, it it puts everybody in this box. And people don't think outside of it. Like I can see an influencer; they give me the information. I can take it and do what I want to do. It. That's just because I see outside the box. Mm. But the people that's just running with the world, running with the culture, and you know, we've been in this for how long? Like ten it's been years. A while. Yeah, it's been long. But there's people who who never been exposed to we what we've been exposed to. So mm. we can look at the industry from the outside in, but they in, and they're like, "Yo, I, yo, this is this is gold," and it's like, bro. You 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 kind of caught up in this in yeah, this you lose yourself. Yeah, you're gonna lose yourself gonna because lose that yourself. becomes your God. Now you're chasing this, you're chasing this feeling mm-hmm. instead of being effective. And it's it's I, yeah. I see it a lot. I see it a and lot. It's, it's such an interesting space on the topic of, of personal development, self-help, mm-hmm. self-help, because it's like it's powerful at the same time. It is. It's it like is. it's a great space to be in if you want to learn, network, develop. But like at the same time, like you said, it's it's almost like a drug to where it's like, yo, I don't do nothing but personal development. It's like, fam. Yeah, because they ain't applying, they're not executing and applying yeah. anything. And then next thing you know, you you what, done went down a rabbit hole of Gary V videos and you Bro, ain't sleeping. Oh a, my you ain't sleeping a week. Yo, listen. He got you out there at the yard sale selling I, cards. <laughs> yo, I remember, yeah, I remember watching Gary V and being hooked on this dude for oh, like man. for like four or five months. And, and he was doing all these challenges, bro. I remember he was doing this one challenge and um, I think it was like an eBay challenge. And he was like, yo, you can go into stores and buy things at retail price and then sell them on eBay for like, you know, a lot more expensive because a lot of things are like, yeah. you know, nostalgic, whatever. So That's I remember going to Walmart and looking in the DVDs and looking at all these older DVDs and then going on my phone, looking to see if people were people people way out their purpose. <laughs> Yo, people out here chasing this money, man, and you find yourself in a position where um, that's the dark side. You're of so you're so dark. Yeah, yeah, that's the dark side. Feels like I need to be the next millionaire mentor. Exactly, 
And 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 what you don't realize is you could be super effective with sixty thousand. I'm yo, bro. When when E had opened my mind, he was like, a lot of people don't need, you know, everybody. The, the goal is like, yo, I need to be a millionaire. But yeah. It's like, yo, you might be straight with a hundred k. Yeah, three hundred k. Yeah, hundred k. Yeah, like you yeah. might be super solid. And then I sat down and like did my own stuff, and I'm like planning out our money. And I'm just like, I want to be a millionaire for sure. Yeah, but I don't know if I need to be. Yeah, it like for for me the the reason why the reason why I always want wanted to be is because, uh, and will be. Amen. Yeah. Likewise. Is is because there's so many people that I want to help. Like same. I have a big heart. It's, yeah, man. I I, I want and I was always I was always like that. Like even when even today, I'm I'm doing well, but like I still give, man. Yeah. Like I, I give like and, and the way I give is it's it's without limits. Like it is literally without limits. Like, dude, I remember when 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 I first I think it was last week when I went to Hip City uh, Veg, mm. and I was talking to you on the phone. The dude came up to me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was like, he was telling me about his, you know, his prison story. He's he was like, particular. I, yeah, yeah. He was. He was like, yo, I got out like ten. I had ten more. I had ten more years, but they let me out, and I was like, oh, well, you must have been good, man. You must. He was like, yeah, but I had ten, and now I was. And he's like, yeah, like, I'm cool. trying to get some food, so I gave him, I gave him five, and he was like, he was like, all right, yeah, appreciate it, but he didn't leave. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He didn't leave. So I knew, you know what I mean? And I'm still talking on the phone with you, you know, and, and, and that's funny. trying to engage with him for the time that he was there. And then he was just like, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm trying to get something to eat from Wawa. And I'm like, word. I'm like, all right. He was, he was like, yeah, five. I'm like, all right, what you need? He was like, uh, I said, bro, listen, just tell me what you need. You know what I mean? Like, just tell me. stuff to do. And then, like, yeah, he was on. like, I just want to get something to eat. <clears throat> and then I just, I gave him more money. He was like, yo, thank you. This is, you know, this is it. And I was just thinking, like, yo, that that right there, some people would, would have judged him mm. and been like, ah oh, man. But and, and then I look at, you know, that that area in Philly, so many people pass because oh, yeah, they're just yeah, so yeah. used to that You're environment. So people right. But I'm sensitive to it because first of all, that's who I am, but I don't see it a lot where I'm at. True. So it's not like the like, norm of every day I walk outside. Right, yeah, ex- yeah, exactly, exactly. But I, but that that's something that I want to do on a regular basis. And my family have they've seen me do it. We be driving, I see someone on the side of the road. Like I, I do. Like I get out the car if I have food with me or money, whatever. I make sure that they have it. They get it. So, mm. um, but I didn't mean to go down that that route. No, 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 no. But that, but that was um. That that's important because people need to know our intentions and why we do what it is that we do. Mm. And I, and I think that once people know your why and they know your story and they know what you're about, they can they can trust you with the millions. They can trust you with what it is that um, God blesses you with, or they contribute right. or invest in you with. Because we're tired of putting money in people's hands and they not doing nothing with it. Like, I mean, it happens every day. Right. Every day. Every day. Mm. Every day. Like you, you look at different businesses, you know, you, you pay for certain things and you, you're looking for a certain exchange and they just like, thank you. Like, wow. all right, peace. Like, and, wow. and, and I, I was talking, I forgot who I was talking to, but like a lot of businesses have used the pandemic as an excuse to not offer exceptional customer service. 
Yeah, I, 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 don't, I like, like, I, yo, I, I, I had a problem with that. Yeah, like, I, I get that y'all might be under understaffed, but yo, the staff that you got, they need to be working, right? You know, and, and when I say working, I'm not talking about like working hard and you know, like a sweat box. They, they working 40, like, 50 this hours is a week. company, like, that's yeah, pride. it's like pride, have pride. That's why I love Chick fil A. Yeah, because even during the pandemic, they still gonna give you. Oh excellent. man, they gonna give you that. A excellent. lot of places fell off big time with the with the service. Oh man, you know like, oh, well, we just got to get people inside, like, bro. It's, it's more people out there. I like, know. Come on, I'm trying to play me like you could have got anybody. <clears throat> but even if you don't get anybody, like you're you're still in a professional setting, and you got to see this as temporary too, because you about to damage your business long term because of you didn't operate professionally in the temporary time. In between, That's and good. a lot of people not. That's good. They're not seeing that, man. And it's wow. exposing the culture of a lot of different companies and businesses and brands and yeah, all different types of stuff. Yeah, and that's that's why I'm big in branding and culture because you know, first of all, when when you when you look at somebody's like like their brand, it's it's what they stand for, like it's their reputation, right? And if you want to be known for something. You know, you obviously want to be known for something good because you know if if you're good, people will continue to do business with you. Right. But it, it it's mind-boggling to me how businesses can can say we offer this and we this and that, but their customer service and and their their, their culture is just off from their messaging. Mm. And I I don't think it's fair to the customers because we work hard to provide a, a you know. Right. To to give you money in exchange for the thing that you're promising. Right. Now everybody make mistakes, businesses, whatever. And that's another thing I want people to understand. Like businesses are also ran by people. So, you know, they make mistakes too. But when they do, they should fix it just like a human should fix a, a, a situation with another human that is if I offended you or yeah. you know what I mean? Like you you make should fix that. Yeah. yeah like you personal. should you should definitely fix that. So, you know, that that's one of the things that I teach when I'm doing this, you know, this branding thing. And I know you asked me, like, some of the other things that we do. And one of the things that me and you talk about is, like, titles at times. Yeah, it's like man. everybody has these titles. and Titles, man. It's, 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 it's such a challenge for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I, I've used brand specialists. And I, I, didn't, I didn't even come up with that. Somebody gave it to me. I think it was actually Glenn. Glenn called me his brand specialist. And then mm-hmm. from that point, I was thinking about titles and what I should use because, you know, the marketplace tells you you got to have this professional title or whatever. And um, for people to notice, you know, what you do and who you are, or whatever. And he gave that to me. And then I, I just kind of been running with it. But that that limits me. I do so much. Yeah, I do so much, and there's so many things that I want to do, and I will do, and I'm currently doing. That isn't just branding. It isn't just branding. Like, I mean, th- there's, there's this, this, um, there's this. I think I'm commissioned with like bringing the Holy Spirit to the marketplace. Mm. Like, like, like the discernment. Like, some people make moves based off of numbers, and, and like, and I get that. But there's just something about the, you know, that discernment, like that innate right. feeling, gut feeling that you get, like even if the the gut feeling that you get about a certain company or a certain brand or whatever it is, like you just feel like you gotta 
you gotta do business with them for whatever reason. You gotta stop at Starbucks. You ain't even yeah. you ain't even thirsty. You ain't even tired. I ain't even but none you, of that. Yeah, ain't none of it. But you, you just gotta Starbucks stop. Press. Yeah, you just gotta stop. Yeah, so it's the same thing. Like I I want people to know that there's there's a reason why you're doing business outside of money. Hmm. Like there's a reason. And I just want people to get to that why, because if you get to that why, not only will you wake up better, you'll provide a better culture so that the people that you're working with can feel that. Like, imagine what it's like working with, um, like, Kevin Hart. Hmm. You know what I mean? Or, or somebody who loves, like, Dave Chappelle. Like, imagine working with, like, like, Le- like LeBron. I mean, of course, they want to win, so there's this hard, those moments, but, like, at the same time, it's 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 a culture of love, compassion, passion, like all of that, man. Motivation mm-hmm. because they want excellence. They want they want uh, greatness. They want to be the best. And I think when when you show up like that, yeah, you, you know the world is your. You know you can do whatever. You can do you can do whatever. That's a thing. Um, uh, uh, Kobe was like, "Yo, when you make a decision that you know this is what you're gonna do, the world becomes your library. Like whatever it is you're gonna do, like the world becomes your library because there's so much out here, and you don't you don't have to be stuck to just one, well, yeah. yeah, one path or what somebody else did or or just yeah. what the world has to offer. Yeah, like this table right here, there's millions of different tables. I can yeah. choose whatever table I want." Or I can make one. And I love that you brought the Kobe thing up because I think about how he transitioned right after basketball into like filmmaking and, and writing books and stuff. <clears throat> and he got awards almost immediately. Absolutely. But what I what that made me realize is like, okay, his focus was basketball. But I, I think his focus was even greater than just like, how can I shoot the best jump shot? How can I, like he had this vision of just, how can I be the best at whatever I do? I think his focus was his focus. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You know what I mean? Like, like whatever he was focused on, he was focused. Like focused. Folk, like, like that was that was it. Yeah, because if I'm not mistaken, I, and I don't want to misquote the story, but his last game or the game when he had eighty something. Uh, no, well, how many points did he have his last game? He had sixty. 60 something crazy. Fifty or 60, 60 something. something stupid, like yeah. crazy. <laughs> but he was apparently he was at his house working on, I want to say one of the books. Oh, I remember that story. And he was locked that. in because his, yeah. his brain was already checked out. Like, I'm retiring after this. Like, yeah. he was locked in already on the next thing. And they had to come get him from the house. Like, hey, you got a game tonight, bro. It's like, oh. You know what I'm saying? But that, like you said, his focus <laughs> he was on focused. whatever he's focused on, yeah. he's he's in that thing. Yeah, because he was he was on – and that's that's so that's so powerful and, and, and such a great lesson because he was so focused on the next thing that the thing that he was focused on for so many years – once he let it go, it was like I'm done, and he and he left the game without feeling like, oh man, I gotta come back. Like like he he wasn't feeling like coming back. When mm-hmm. people asked him like, done. Do you have, he was like, no, I'm done. Like that like that chapter is done. I gave everything to it. I gave everything to it. It's and almost one of like I don't have a regret. I gave everything. I gave everything. I can move on. Yeah, I can move on. And Sheesh. and most people that can't, just think about it. Like, Sheesh. Just think about it. If, if I was if if I was able to give everything to this to this one thing, I can close the chapter and move on. Mm. And the reason why most people are unable to move on is because they they didn't do what they know they 
that and, that that and a lot of us are double-minded so it's mm-hmm. like we live in the era now where there's so much information and so many different things you want to do what he's doing i want to be a speaker i want to be a writer i want to do this this, this, this. yeah i want to coach i want to influence i want to do this where it's yeah. like you're so scatterbrained that you can't focus on the one thing just for this season. Because it's like things that I, I truly believe things change as the seasons go. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like your the mission is always the same, but the plans and, and the things in between change. Right. So right. the mission for me is to make a greater impact and, and change my community and empower youth all over the world. Right. right? But that's going to look different. This season, I might be speaking at schools. Right. Next season, it might be, you know, a TV show. Yeah. The movies, season after that, something. it might be movies. Next thing you know, it might be, be opening the school. But it's right. like, the mission never changed. It was always to do this. Yeah. But it's like, it just looked different. And what I think the issue was, and I'll speak for myself, was that I got attached to whatever the process was. And mm. that's like, oh, that's the mission to be in, in every school. It's like, that's just the season right yeah, now. Yeah, that's the season. Yeah. That's, the, that's why you got to sharpen your skills. And this is yeah. the season that's going to take you to the next thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's going to continue to grow, but a lot of times we get caught up in what's in front of us and not what's the mission. All right, God, what's the vision? What's the mission? You want me to use this gift you've given me for empathy and influence? All right, bam, I'm on it. Right. Whatever you need me to do. If that means I got to start a podcast, I'm going to do it. If right. I got to write a book, I'm going to do it. If I got to right. go speak, I'm going to do it. If I got to record, whatever it is, yeah, I'm going to do that. If I need to go work at an after-school program, I'm going to go do that into the next season. And it took me a while to learn that, but it's like, man, if we can focus on the mission, you know, you won't get so caught up in the minutia of like the plans. Yeah, you allow you allow God to handle that part of the process. Yeah, it, if listen, if I can, <clears throat> if I can, <laughs> if I can share some wisdom just based on my story. Stop planning. Mm. Stop planning. And 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 when I say that, people be like, "Let's how can you say?" I'm about to say go planning. deeper because some people about yeah, some to people log like, out right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some people about to cut the podcast. All that. What what I mean by that is plan and go. Plan and go. Planning means you're consistently. <laughs> oh, all right. So this got all right. This move got it. Oh, okay. All right. We're not. All right. Nah, just press long enough. For you to actually get through to the other side, I think sometimes, and sometimes we get to a point where we so, we so caught up with things happening happening a certain way, mm-hmm. and that's why I mean planning. We got this like this this exact way on how things are supposed to work, it's supposed to go. So when it don't work out like that, then we quit. For me, the reason why I never quit means so much to me is because I don't know what it looks like. I got a vision on where I want to go. Right. And I'm just moving. Anything that, like we talked about this morning, detours, mm-hmm. the detours that God take me through, I'm embracing them because I know that I'm going to be better for it. So I'm looking at it like, okay, this detour was for what, what's my lesson in this thing? What was, mm. what, how can I grow in this and where, and where I can then be an asset to somebody else? Because if you think about it, I, I was thinking about this as you were talking. When you find out, like, oh, I got the gift of empathy. I got the, the way that you navigate this is go to where people need it. Go to where people need it. Go where people need it. And then you become the solution. And then watch. Then when people are blessed by it, guess what they do? They become word of mouth agents. That is branding to us. Like, as far as branding word of mouth and actions. Word of mouth is still oh, the most powerful thing ever. Absolutely. Absolutely. Every place that I go to now is because somebody told me about it. Right. It's crazy because when I was in, um, right. I was over at seeing my primary doctor 
you know, we talking about, I'm like, hey, I got the wedding coming up. Where's it at? Oh, I told him, yeah, it's Borgalia. It's da-da-da. Oh, the food, man. Oh, the yeah. food. But yeah. this, this is like the 12th yeah. person that said it to me. Oh, the food. So it's like, oh, maybe I should go there. Maybe. The food. It wasn't the website that did it. It wasn't none of that stuff. It's like, yo, somebody kept saying, hey, yo, you got to go, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, they sold it for you. Like, they yep. was getting paid. Mm-hmm. They sold mm-hmm. it for you. Like, they was getting paid, man. And they're yeah. like, yo, you need to come out. Yeah. We got a little guest with us for those that can actually view this on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> Nipsey and Roxy, they've been behaving, but uh, they're here now. So Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, and you, know, you know, it's crazy. As far as, as far as, um, animals go dogs i was i was never really fond of them to be honest like right i remember telling i always tell the story when i was i think i was leslie's i was like five years old and um my mom bought a pit home (laughs) and he was chasing me all around the house and i was scared of that dog man and um he pooped on the floor one time and my mom was like that's it she got rid of him and uh that was that was it, man. I never had a dog or any animal since. Then. Or I had, you know, fish. But other than that, right. Uh, and I always told my wife and the kids, like, look, we not getting no dog. And then here we are with a dog, with a dog. <laughs> See, I'm growing, man. Hey, man, it's development. So as <laughs> as we talk about growing, there's a few more things I want to I want to talk to you about. Yeah, I want you to talk a little bit about the the change agency and and how that came about because that's something that's powerful. That you've been working on, and I, I personally think that you've been doing it years prior to it be actually becoming a thing. Yeah. Um, but when you've officially made it like a business and really started doing this work, like, what was that process like? Like, when did that transition happen? You know, why the change agency? Why did you feel like it was a necessity? Yeah, this this thing is deep, man. Because um, I'll get to the point, and I give you the context around it. Yeah. Um. Essentially, I, I want people to I want people to understand that first of all we're human, right? And um, like like the the divert the uh the the, the division and all of the, like the cancel culture, like all this drama, man, that this world just promotes, man. I I want to promote unity. I want to promote um people giving others grace mm. mercy like re- like like we talk about the word a lot but you know we got to live it too man like so many right. people talk about it and they they can they remember can all quote, these scriptures and can, like yeah but but when it comes to living it to its fullness yo we we don't we don't do it in in this in this i know it can be challenging and people people will always oh well, jesus died for us yes yes of course but if that's the case, then you should also give other people grace and mercy when, you know, when things happen. So <clears throat> the, the change agency is to really help, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of kind of hone in on that. Um, hone on, on that on that thought, on that concept, on that mission, whatever you want to call it. A fa- it's a, really it's a foundational principle, um, but it's to continue to help people. Love on one another, man. Mm. It's really to help people love on one another. So, so the way that I'm doing it, so like the way that I'm doing it, so like that's my purpose is to help people love one another without motives, right? Unconditionally, like limitless, you know, have grace, mer- like mercy for each other, to not be divided, but to come together. The way I'm doing it 
right now it's individually where I'm, I'm meeting with different businesses, business owners, and really helping them be a little more human. Because mm -hmm. we, we've created this like this level of perfection where people don't think they can make mistakes. Facts. Now, that's what that's the whole personal development space for me is like people talk transparency, but it's like you don't you don't walk. You don't display that. You don't walk that. Right. Everything is crystal clear, perfect all the time. And for me, it's, it's I don't want to say a turn off, but it pushes me away because I get overwhelmed. Yeah, because it's not it's not real, man. Yeah. <clears throat> like you can share your story where everything is up, 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 up. And it's like, look, man, I, I know you have downs. It's, it's life. You're human. Yeah, you're human. <laughs> but but right. that that's the thing. I, I'm, I'm and I know social media has, has been a great service to us, but it's been a great disservice because we compare so much. And when we compare, the reason why we compare is because we so divided. Mm -hmm. If we were if we were together you wouldn't see that much of a difference between each other. Right, right. And right. I'm talking about like all races, all cultures, all like we're human. Right. So the way that I'm doing is is one-on-one -on -one, meeting with different businesses, just, you know, with a brand, with the reason why I'm doing brand, the reason why I'm calling it branding or I'm under the, the branding uh, marketplace is because I'm helping people with their messaging so that they can build a culture that can 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 live in their in their business even when they're gone. Mm -hmm. Look at Chick and I, I look at Chick Fil A. I look at Apple. I look at these companies that you know. Look at LL Bean. Like I look at different companies. Like LL Bean has a a culture. Like it's it's actually in their system now where you can um you can return anything. Doesn't matter how old it is. Doesn't matter mm -hmm. damage. LL Bean. I my my. When I was on the beach patrol, my captain actually exposed it to me. He told me like, and he showed me like their policy. It don't matter how it could be twenty years. He had this like twenty year uh -huh. thing, it was, and he took it back. And they just take it without no, without no, you don't got prove nothing, nothing. That's different, right? And that and that's why everything you see of his, he got an L bean chair, L bean hat, L -B, everything L bean. So it it just it makes you want to buy into their culture. And then guess what happens now? He gives that same kind of grace. Mm, it's changed you, right? It's changed you because that's, because that's when powerful. You, so so when so you see why now the, this branding piece is important to me because if I can if I can dive into your story and I can help you see the value and I can help you connect the the lessons from the you know the pitfalls that you had and see show you how you kind of overcome but then creating a message where it's relatable. You can connect mm -hmm. to other people. What that means is you can share a message and a story that connects with folks, but you only you ain't just telling them dirt. You're telling them how you overcome, but you're being real with them about what you had to come through, and here's the solution to it, and you can help them. Mm -hmm. So now when these people connected to it, and they get there, they they are blessed by it. They they take your solution that you're offering, whatever it is, your product, your service, whatever, and they're starting to change their life. That's why it's change agency. I, I'm setting this up so that people can help help others change their lives for the better. Mm. That, and that and that's why, you know, that's why that's I say powerful. change agents. That's why I'm a community advocate. I'm just doing it through a through a I guess a a, a business venture. Yeah. Um, but I've been doing this for for years. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing it. Um but the, the greater the greater scale. Is once once things you know once things really start flowing, I want to do like short films. 
mm. like promoting unity, positivity. I saw this video, man. It was so dope. I got it saved on my phone. I, I watch it pretty often. So it's a, um, it's it's a, it's a woman. She's pregnant and she got like two kids and she's walking down the street. She's walking down the street. There's these two kids, two black kids. They're in a store and they're kind of like looking around. And um, there's a guy. There's a guy who who's he's walking out of this house. He puts his hood on and he got like this duffel bag. Mm-hmm. And the setting of it looks like something shady's happening. So the woman's by herself. She got three kids, two kids walking. Black woman and she got and she pregnant. So it's like it's a negative kind of like oh it she's a single like she mom, get, single mom, yeah. whatever. Like she don't. And then the two kids like oh they about to steal something. And then the other dude is like he he's about to. Um, you know, go make a sale or something. Mm-hmm. So it shows the the transition to the dude that came out with the hoodie in the bag actually went to his to his, I think it's his grandma or somebody's house, but he 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 pulled out the bag and it was a gift for his daughter. It was his daughter's birthday. Wow. And then the uh for the kids, the kids were actually looking for like a specific candy bar or something like that. And then when they found it, they got her excited and then they pulled out the money and paid for it. You know what I'm saying? And then there was another guy. I think it was a guy that came because they were short of the money and another dude came and like paid for the rest of it. And then for the woman, there was a, there was a husband pulled up in the caravan, jumped out, grabbed this, grabbed his kids, put them in the seatbelts, took it, opened the door for his wife, put her in, gave her a kiss. Wow. And it, and it, it just, don't make assumptions you don't make assumptions assumptions and those are the kind of short films that i would like to create so that people can first of all coming from where i come from i want you to stop making assumptions about me right right you know what i mean i want you to stop making assumptions about about you know my race or about my culture about i want and it's, it's it's beyond it's beyond that i mean of course it's just humans in general but there's a message that i'm trying to create because I used to get tired of trying to prove myself to, to other people. I know what that feels like. You know what I mean? Like, like you had to be like the, the token. I was like the token black guy mm. on the beast patrol for 17, 16 years. You're trying to prove you fit in. Trying, trying to prove, like, trying to prove that I'm worth, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm trying yeah. to prove it. And I already knew I was, but it was just like, I'm trying to get y'all to see it because y'all need to buy into what I already know. Hmm. But y'all not treating me like as such. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like y'all give me just a little piece, but when it comes to really getting into the it's like, yeah, we divide it. We divide mm-hmm. you you can only get to a certain point. And I I just I don't I don't like that feeling, man. I don't even like that that's a that's a thing. Not saying that we can't have success. I, I'm seeking unity. Like I'm that's what I'm, I'm seeking mm-hmm. change. I'm seeking unity. I'm seeking um, us coming together, being able to have the hard conversations, but not ones that'll rip us apart, but the ones that hurt, but, but bring us together. I like that. You know, that's powerful because that's the type of company, the type of business, the type of brand that changes, you know, millions of lives, you know, changes yeah. the world, as they say. Yeah. And it's taking some time because. And it's going to take we're doing time. We're doing it. Yeah. Because we're doing it the right way. But. And it's untraditional. There's no real blueprint for it. Like there's, nice. there's a blueprint. Like I always think when people are like, yo, it's a blue blueprint for all of this. And it's like it's a blueprint for what you're doing. Yeah. It's not necessarily the blueprint for what I'm doing. Right. Cause we all have a different God told me to do something different. Like, yeah. Yeah. Even the whole branding thing is like 
what you just explained, that ain't about to look like my Brandon man down the street. That's like, yo, I got you. I'm hooked up with the fire logo. These are the colors that people <laughs> like to play off of. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, bro, don't give yeah. me that. Like, give me some real, like, give me the why behind all this yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, Most man. important, like, give me the why. Don't give me the, the what and how. Like, I know all that stuff. What's the why behind it? Because that's what's going to separate us, you know, even though your, your guy, Steve Jobs, is like, it was the why. It was the why, man. That, like, and I, I'm, I'm going to say this because you – because I'm not sure if anybody actually understands how powerful the moment was that he had in this in his garage with his partner Steve Wozniak. Like Steve, like at the time, computing and computers were only for people who created computers, right? Who built them and put the software and coding and stuff on it. It wasn't for average. I shouldn't say average, but just people, people I like you and me, yeah. right? So Steve Jobs said, "Yo." This this product should be in everybody's house. Mm. It should like every like he he saw something that nobody else saw. And is man that's 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 it, you know before you even move forward, I feel like we all have something like that. Maybe not the grand scale of that, but it's like you see something in here. You see something that I don't see. Right. I'm never gonna see. Right. Until you make it come to life. That's the thing. That's it right there. <laughs> That's the thing. It. Exactly. That's the thing. Whatever that thing is, I'm never gonna see it. You're never gonna see it. But that's the thing that that person needs to move with. Mm-hmm. Because people are not going to see it like you see. That's good. I hope people don't miss that. Yeah, man. So that's good. so as he cast the vision. Now, Steve Wozniak, who is this, <clears throat> mind you, and this is so crazy because sometimes people will buy into what people say because they may be smarter or they may have more or they may be a multimillionaire but they don't they it's not what god gave them it's what god gave you mm. so so steve wozniak wozniak who is brilliant who builds computers in his sleep steve jobs could have probably been like you know what man i guess you're right you are the one that create these computers yeah you are the, the, the yeah, mega star yeah you are good. yeah he was like nah listen wozniak you you slow on this thing this needs to be in everybody's house. He said people need to, even at that time, he like the like the iPad was already created 12 years before it was actually created. I mean, before it was like put into And I know that to be true because um Idling, she she kind of told me she was like, Yeah, I worked in Silicon Valley, and it's like yo, that stuff it's like they know, use years, it. They yeah, they years ahead it. of oh, where we man. Are, like this year. Like we think oh 2020, it's like nah, they probably like 2040, bro. Yo, bro. They, <laughs> they, yo. they also dip my man. Um, what's my man uh with Nipsey? Uh, uh, you already uh, see what type of time. Oh yeah, on. yeah, 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 yeah. He walking yeah. outside going like this, and phones is popping. I, I said, bro, come on. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Y'all think we popping with the iPhone 12 or 13? Like y'all, y'all tripping. Yo, y'all think man. they ain't really got it going. And and that's that's the 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 value vision, in no, in vision sheesh. and right, and knowing me. why. Like like yo, things are birthed out of that, and that's why I, that's why I love um, who Steve Jobs was because. He he that was one of his slogans. Like again, this is why branding and marketing is important to me because it conveys a message that people eventually believe. Mm. And they do things because they believe it. He got people thinking and believing that yo, these computers could could be in everybody's house. So then he told now, now that he has the why and the vision, mm-hmm. now he can give Wozniak. The what now he Wozniak already knew the what it was a computer, but he refined the what because now he was like, people can't deal with these computers the way that you deal with them, Wozniak. You the one that built them. Like, no, nobody will look at all this coding. You gotta make it user friendly. 
Mm. You got to make it user friendly because the average per I want he said I want it so that Jeez. little kids can 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 draw on this thing and I want it so somebody 80 years old can do this. And his vision came to light. And his vision came to light. The iPads in kindergarten. That's Bro, every crazy. kid's got phones, they got Jeez. they got iPods, air air eye touch, every everything, eye this, eye that. What an example. Now now watch this. Here's the beautiful thing about what Steve Jobs did, right? Because he created this is this is what this is this is this is what like really mm. this is really what like blows my mind and I hope people catch this. They're thinking too small. Yeah, they thinking too small. I'm because I'm I'm about to freak them out right now. Because he created because that little conversation that they had in there, they gave birth to opportunities for other people to create on top of the platform, and now people's are millionaires and create even more ecosystems and economic worlds are birthed out of. Nations of birth out of these different businesses of birth, mm. new lives of birth out of like this, this idea, mm. and that's that's what I need the people to stop thinking so small about their why about their idea. Don't think so, like don't think so yeah. small about it. Like just think this table that you this table that you have yeah. here was created by some by a person, yeah. no smarter than you and me. They just chose once, to do it. I heard once that we're we're pretty much sitting in other people's thoughts all the time. Like everything yo, around you is somebody else's thought yo, that's that crazy. they brought to life. And it's like, yeah, you're sitting around a bunch of thoughts. Yeah. But we don't think about life that way. It's like, yo, if he didn't do that, do we ever get this stuff? Nah, man, we don't. But just think and about how many people that, that went to the grave. That's why they say, I think I heard it from Miles Monroe. He said the graveyard is the, is the most, is the wealthiest place on earth. Yeah. Because people die with ideas that they never, never gave birth to. me out, man, because it makes me think. Just using the analogy of Steve Jobs, just to stay there, he creates all the stuff that we're using. Like I'm recording this on on a MacBook, yep, Apple product, your iPad, iPhone, all this stuff, right? And I'm thinking, like, all right, we all have something, mm-hmm. maybe not necessarily like an electronic product, but it's yep. something that you need to give to the world, right? If the world doesn't have it, it's missing out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. if you don't do this, it's we're missing upon out big time. Exactly. Well, I don't know if this ever even happens, right? And it's like, it's such a necessity. It's like, yo, you keep thinking in the present tense of like, yo, they already did everything in the world. Like, I, what am I going to bring value to? Right, right. But you got to start thinking like, yo, this might be 50 years from now. This might be 100 years from now. It might be just 10 years from now. Yeah. But whatever I'm bringing a value that God has blessed me to bring is of extreme value. And it's a necessity for it's the future. Necessity. Think it's about, a necessity for the future. What if Martin Luther King didn't do what he was? It's a necessity for the future. <clears throat> I think about stuff like that all the time. Like, yo. Yeah. Cause yeah. we we you know we celebrate yo man they really did a lot for us. It's like all right, well you have a responsibility. It's our time now. You have a responsibility to use whatever gifts God has given you yeah. to bring that vision that you have in your mind to fruition. Don't worry about how it's going to happen. Just just work. Yeah. Like I'm sure yeah. Steve didn't come in and have all the parts for everything. Like all right, well yeah, how much is this going to cost? Yeah. Now I got the vision. Yeah. I'm gonna will my way to this joint. We're gonna work at it. We're gonna work at it. We're gonna fail. We're gonna work at it. Fail. Work yes. at it. Fail. And now. It's, wow, man, that's that's heavy, man. But see, we, look we at so smart. Look at this, like they actually created the first mouse, mm. like the mouse, because and 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 he just he it's crazy. The the guy that tells the story that actually created the mouse, he was like, "Yo, we need to make the like you see that little pointer right there. I need it to be able to move around and click." And and he kind of gave him some other details, but that was it. And he was just like, I had to figure it out. <laughs> so he had this little box and he was kind of moving it around. And then he was like, what if I get, he, he went to um, 
like the store and was looking for the deodorant ball. You remember them deodorants? Deodorant so he took the ball, he he took the ball out of it and put it under the little box thing and he was moving it around. And that's how they they came up with the mouse. Remember the mouse had the little ball in the yeah. now? Now you got mouses with the laser now. It's like it gives birth to other things. But it's like it don't happen if you don't start. If you don't start. And those dudes ain't worried about if they worthy enough. It's like I got this idea and I'm crazy enough and to try to bring it go. to I'm just going to go. It's bugged out, man. And we take so much stuff for granted. Like, it's supposed to be here, like the airplane. You know what I mean? There's all this stuff around us. And it's like, yo, you have something in you that needs to come out. It may not be one of those type of inventions. It may be a book. It may be a Whatever it is, it may be just value somewhere. But it's it's such a necessity. Like, God don't. God doesn't make mistakes and you're not here by chance. Like right. he didn't make you, right. oh, shoot, I made an accident. I didn't mean to bring you down here. Right. It's like, nah, you were here right. for a very specific <laughs> purpose. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But, but we live our lives. So many people live their lives as accidents. And that's why we have anxiety. That's why we stress. That's why we worry. Yeah. That's why we feel less than. Yeah. Because the world is, you know, it, it tries to beat us down. But the reality is you were brought here, brought here for a very specific purpose. Yeah. And, Until you return home. Yeah. And, and that's why this whole change agency is important to me, because, again, as I'm promoting unity, when you go through tra- like as a kid, when you go through trauma, there should be somebody that 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 helps pull you up. Facts. That that should be the that, that should be, be like the position. That, like yeah, man. That thing, because it's yeah, all, it's nonstop. It, it shouldn't be like, yo, Les, you're a real good dad because you. No, man, that's what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> like, I, I don't need no plaque that says you the best father. Yo, this is my job. This is right. what I'm supposed to do. And and I love doing it. Right. Like, I don't feel obligated. I love doing it. And the reason why is because they're a part of me and they're a part of my responsibility. I'm supposed to guide them. Absolutely. And then when I go, they're an extension of what, I, what I've instilled in them. So if I instill some bad stuff into them, they're going to continue that bad stuff. And they're going to max. Whatever you do, your kids going to maximize it. I'm going to say that right now. Whatever you do, your kids gonna maximize it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and it and it may be in, in different ways. Like we all, we all, and I was I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. It's it's interesting that the millennial group, right? It, right now, I'm telling like right now in our 30s, we we all of our are we all are experiencing moments where we are we're we're getting hit with like moments from our past. Mm. Like, cause, cause what happened? So, so when you when you look at our life, we went through, you know, the dot com and all this stuff, and and life started happening. College, you know, life, you know, we 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 moving, we moving. Now we in our thirties, things starting to slow down a little bit. And when I mean slow down, I mean we we getting families, we getting married. Yeah. You know, now it's like more responsibility. It's not like oh, we going to the club. We ain't worrying about dealing with issues and trauma. We in the club, or we right. we trying to we get out, this bad. Right. Yeah, we out. Now that we're sitting down, right. Now that we're sitting down and we're trying to be more effective with things and we're unable to move forward. Mm. Now we like, what is wrong with me? And then you start feeling, yo, something's wrong. Something like, what am I doing? Yo, I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying. And then you, after a while, hopefully you get the hint that, yo, you, you, you dealt with something or you experienced something that you never actually dealt with. And that's how we get back to the story of me and my dad, where me and him had, um, we didn't have, re- we didn't really have a relationship when I was younger. Mm-hmm. You know, he was always at the computer. He was having PBRs and business meetings and things. He was always at conferences and stuff like that. And when he was home, 
he was he was he was on the phone. Like I didn't really have a strong relationship, and the only thing that I would kind of get from him is discipline. Mm. But he didn't have a dad when he, his dad died when he was three. Jeez. So he so he kind of he he gave he kind of created um, I, I guess this perception that he was going to I guess make me a man or give me something that I didn't have. Mm. And try to keep me from making mistakes and stuff like you know what I mean. So he was really stern, really disciplinarian, but didn't give me um, much of a relationship when it comes to you know communicating, feelings, crying, hug, kid, none of that stuff really. You know, my mom kind of forced him to do to kind of do that kind of stuff, and and I get it because he didn't have have it when he was growing up. Yeah, but moving on to to what was I thirty. I was 30. Yeah, I was 30 yeah, years old. Was, was it last? Yeah. It was, it was when Alyssa was born. Two, two years, years ago. ago. So this time last year, this time, I mean, two years ago, this time, um, because Alyssa was born November 13th. So on November, oh, yeah, 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 November 11th or no, November 12th, my wife was like, uh, why don't you call your dad to see if he can come over and um and help you out with, the, with putting the crib up? And mind you, remember I had, I was, I was still, I out still had surgery. out for the surgery, so I was still on crutches and still had my knee brace and everything, and I was still non weight bearing, so I couldn't put no weight on it, nothing. So I was like, you know what? All right, cool. So I called my dad. He came at like nine o'clock. He didn't leave until four o'clock in the morning. Mm. And what happened was, I was talking to my wife about how I wanted to talk to him about some of the things that I was just feeling because I I couldn't move past these feelings of like rejection. I mean, I can call what they are now, but at the time I didn't know what it was. I was just kind of deep in this depression Mm -hmm. and, and like really deep in my emotions and really didn't have an explanation for them. So I remember having this talk with him and I remember sitting in the chair and just talking to him. He's sitting on my daughter's bunk bed. And um, after we got done, we were done. We were done the uh, the crib at like ten thirty, and he and I just start loading. I just start loading <laughs> like with yeah. I remember this. I remember that. And I remember how it made me feel. I thought I was going to be like really emotional and cry. I was emotional, but I wasn't crying or nothing like that. Um, until he was like, "Yo, I'm sorry," and I just broke. Mm. He was like, "Yo, I, I first of all, I didn't." He's like, first of all." You know, you you've been married now for almost ten years. You got kids, your house on. I right. thought you was good. Like I see you out here doing what you're doing. You inspiring people. You this and that. I thought you was. You know, I thought you was good. I thought, thought you didn't really need to have this conversation. And I was just like, ah, man. Like I I needed more than any. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he he got this. He got to tell me this is where you know the topic of this. Um change starts with your the why mm-hmm. what what helped me was he started to tell me his stories and he started mm-hmm. to tell me his trauma and i got to learn why yeah he treated me the way that That's he good. did he gave me the reasons now although i didn't believe those reasons were valid i mean i understood why he did it yeah but doesn't make it any better. Doesn't make it, but yeah, it doesn't make it any but, better. But he yeah. didn't. He ain't know no better. He ain't have his dad. Yeah. So I had to extend grace to him. But at the same time, I, 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 I didn't just sweep it under the rug. I felt it. 
Mm. And when he when he shared these things with me, I never knew these things about my dad. I never knew these things. And then when he explained it to me, it, it made sense. Oh, that's why you 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 move like that. That's why you say them things. Like, that's why you act. Oh, I, I get it. Now I can put two and two together because at this point I'm mature enough to know, you know, people are pretty much the accumulated experiences that they've had in their lives. Right. So I had to take it and, and go, you know, Dad, I love you, man. I appreciate you sharing this with me. But at that moment, when he said sorry, he explained, yo, I, like, I, like I, I try to explain this and give people a visual. I was sitting in this chair, and I know you probably heard this story a hundred times now. But I feel like the 14-year-old me got up out of my 30-year-old body and like walk, ran down the stairs and walked out the house. Mm. And that at that moment, I became a man, and I was 30 years old. Because wow. I was still feeling the emotions that I could not explain communicate really i couldn't articulate it Hmm. none of that like i couldn't but when i found out the why from my dad changed everything it changed everything and that's why i say change starts with why Hmm. now that's that's powerful and i I have a very similar experience um with my dad and my mom yeah of um, me getting to hear your story that's why i love stories i've always loved stories i'm like yo just share your story me too and obviously, I needed to be in a mature place to understand that. But once they finally both shared their stories, like you said, it's that yeah. it's that extended grace. It's just like, huh? Yeah. I see you as more than just my parent now. You're human. Yeah, yeah. Like you're like me. You're human. You're just like me. It's exactly. like yo, you go through some crazy. St- like I even think, you know, my mom went through all types of stuff. My dad went through all types of stuff, and it's just like, dang, y'all went through some some stuff. Yeah, and man. to have a kid that you know, my parents had me. I think they were nineteen. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like, sheesh, that's different. I don't know how to handle that. So again, that extended grace, but that that why, man, that why is is everything. And like I said, I've been learning that from you, just the why. We've been kind of like diving into that. And that's been inspiration for me for everything that I do. Yeah. Um, and I think that's powerful because like you said, that's what really fuels what you do with the change agency, how you go into people's brands and businesses and just flip it upside down and go in that thing and that's what makes it so different yeah. than everything else that's out there. So um, as we transition to closing, I, I do have a few more questions. I want to ask, um, you know, what's next for, for less, what's next for the change agency? Like what's that next step? What are you looking towards? Um, for me personally, man, I, I, I want to heal and be free from ever, from any trauma, any, any anything that I that I experience, even on a day to day, I want to be in a place where I can constantly just give gr- grace and and constantly kind of let and let things go. Right. I I want to be liberated from 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 trauma. Like and I and when I mean what I mean by that is I know that things are going to happen. I know challenges are going to happen, mm. but I don't have to allow it to become a struggle. Mm. I learned a lesson. And I move forward. If I make the mistake, I learn the lesson and I move forward. I don't stay stuck in that stuff because I know what it feels like to be to just be stuck in a in a rut and going down a hole of depression because I'm stuck in one thing. Hmm. Like we glorify the struggle, man. Yeah, I, I remember like, one point I was like wrapped to my like, yo, that's my I got the struggle, and it's like I, I was looking at it the wrong way. Yeah, it's like I'm not proud of it, but I understand the superpower of it. Like, yeah. oh, it's my story. I can use this to get in anywhere. Yeah. This yeah. is what makes me unique. But it's like, 
It's nothing to glorify. Nah, it's nothing to glorify. It's I mean, it's <clears throat> like if if you identify yourself in a struggle, that's a that is a how can I say it? If you can identify yourself in the struggle, that's that's the first step of you, you know, uh, getting out of it. Because most mm. people that are in the struggle, they don't know that they're in one. Mm. They don't know. What happens is they fail a test and they keep failing it. Mm. And they keep failing it. And they keep and they keep bumping their head against the same thing, but they don't realize that it's that it's a test. Mm. They don't realize that. And then what happens is because you keep failing it, the growth that you're actually supposed to have, it's like uh it's, it's funny. I, I learned this from my man. It's, it's like it's like uh black men's hair. Hmm. <laughs> right? Like our hair grows like curl, it don't go straight up. So sometimes we get like hair bumps. Yeah. So it's like because you're not you're not growing straight through, right? You you got all these bumps, you, you got all mm. you know what I'm saying? You you got all this representation of of you not learning this lesson. Wow. And I, I know I kind of <laughs> I kind of gave That's some a hilarious kind of, analogy. Yeah. And it's funny. I just, I just, you know, I, I was just talking to this, this barber about it. And that's why I kind of popped into my head. But it, but it's, it's real though. People that are in a struggle, most of the time don't even realize that they're in the struggle. Mm. Um, they've accepted his life. Wow. Yeah. 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 yeah so, I mean, that, that's, that's next for me as, as a per just, just constantly being, um, being able to just free myself constantly. If I'm dealing with something, ah, man, I feel it. Move on. Mm. For, oh, I finished my, yo, my bad. I, I love, yo, my bad. Blah, blah, blah. Please you forgive me. Yo, move on. Let's grow up. Boom. You know, and then we just come together. Right. Um, what's next for my business and for the change agency is just to continue to build, to build, um, a good reputation for what it is that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, Grow it bigger, louder, stronger. What you know, all all of that marketing and all that stuff. Um, but the the biggest thing is to is to represent the Holy Spirit and the Word in such a way in the marketplace that, like, for people that really want to be free, they come to us, man. Mm. Like, like you, like, I, like there's people that's there's even people that's in business that make millions, but they're not free, right? Right, like I, I see, I see him. I, I actually read that this morning because I've been reading a proverb a day, and um, I think I'm on Proverbs 22. The first verse said, uh, "A good name is worth more than riches." Yeah, yo, yeah. And I sat on that and just kind of meditated on that. I but it to... speaks to what you what you're talking about. A good name is worth more than riches, and I'm just like, that's that's powerful, man. Cause what yeah. you're, what you're saying is pretty much like, you didn't say, Oh, I want to scale it to this. And this is like, yo, I want to impact people in a way, man, that, that frees them. That's and that's it. a good name right there. Yeah, man. Cause, Cause you're not saying like, yo, I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna have the cheapest prices. None of that stuff is like, yeah, I'm going to help you get free. Help you get free. Whatever that looks like for you and your business, I'm gonna help you get free. Yeah. Um, so that, that's powerful, man. That's powerful. How can uh, people connect with you? Um, well, it's Les Squire Jr. on every platform, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
Um, don't hit me on Twitter. I ain't, <laughs> I, 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 I'm <laughs> not, I ain't on Twitter. Yeah, I ain't on Twitter. But if, if you happen to just be on there, you think of me or whatever, you know, uh, at me real quick. Uh, yeah, go ahead, at me. <laughs> um, also, I have a um, a community number if you want to um, get you know, my, my live engagements where I'm constantly, um, you know, sharing different branding, marketing tips, and just some things to free you, um, please. Oh yeah. Share that number. Yeah. And I'll make sure to put it in the description as well. All right, um, make sure you let y'all send a message to that number, man, and get connected with less. If you really want to get connected, if you're serious about it, um, definitely make sure you reach out and hit this number, uh, to join his community. Yeah. So the number is six zero nine. Three five four five eight four four six zero nine three five four five eight four four and um, yeah reach, sure out, reach out yeah most so, most people most people when they when they get with me like their first session they always tell me that it feels like a therapy session for their business mm, that's different <laughs> that's different yeah yeah it's not what they expected no nah, it's not what they, they expected expect at all. It. So um, before we close out, I always have my guests bring a quote with them. Um, you brought a very powerful quote with you, and I want you to go ahead and share that. And then just briefly kind of expand upon that. Like, well, yeah. what does that really mean to you and why Why that quote? Yeah, um, nothing ever changes until the pain of remaining the same becomes greater than the pain of change. <sighs> I'm, I'm going to try to briefly say it. I, the first thing is my dad gave me that quote back when I was a kid. So I have, it's really near and dear to me because that was like one of the connections that we had was personal development. So when he shared that quote with me, it stuck with me because he loved the quote so much. He loved it so much. He would say it all the time and it was, it was just written on my heart. So whenever I would say it, it was like me bigging up my dad. Mm, you know what I mean? Right, so, right, right, so right. beyond this, beyond the, just the meaning of, or the interpretation of, of it, it was more of a connection that I had with my dad that I didn't have that I desired to have. Um, it, it was like me having a relationship with him by sharing that quote, mm, you know, that's powerful and, and bigging him up. Um, but, but obviously, you know, it's, it's a pretty simple quote, you know, yeah, yeah. nothing ever changes until the pain of remaining the same. Like, you know, until the pain, you know, becomes so great that you feel like, man, like, I'm 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 in I'm in the funk right now. Like it's it's kind of like the prodigal son. Like he looked at himself, came to himself, was like, "Yo, I I can live better than this." Right, right. You know what I mean? Like I can, I can be better than this until you until you get to that moment where you just get tired. You know, it, nothing mm. nothing will change until until the pain of remaining the same becomes greater than the pain of change. Because the pain of changing growth is it's uncomfortable. But it's not the same pain of, of remaining the same. Remaining the same means you're gonna deal, you're gonna be in a struggle for the rest of your That's life. That's different, yeah. But and the but the choose that all the time. Yeah, but the feeling of being uncomfortable is you you eventually grow through it and you become a you become better. But if you stay there, man, mm. I know what that's like when you just stay there. And I had to I had to come to myself. So mm. that's why that quote is near and dear to me. Yeah, that's such a powerful quote, simplistic quote, but it speaks directly to me because it's like, yo. 
you gonna complain about your situation or you mm. gonna change it? It's like it must not be that bad yet. Must not right. It must you not deny because you keep talking about it, but it's not that bad. It's not that bad. But you keep yet. bringing it to me, but you're not trying to do nothing about it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And for me, I had to have that that kind of come to Jesus moment with myself. Like go stand in the mirror, like yo, it's, it's that bad. Like yeah. it's time to make some changes. It's time. Time to make some changes. And when that happened, obviously my life changed, but it had for me. It had to get to that point. Hopefully for the listeners, it doesn't have to get to that point where it's that bad for yeah. you having to change because you, you live in a comfort now that you complain about. Right. Which is really discomfort. Right. right. So right. it's like, right. yo, you're in discomfort either way. Why not just go for the change? But yeah, when something yeah. isn't familiar to us, we um we kind of shy away from it. Yeah. And we go back to what's comfortable and what's familiar. It's a mindset shift. It, really, mindset is, shift. it really is a mindset shift. It, it was like uh, this, the, the story, I think Les Brown said it. He said it this dude was walking down the street and he saw a dog on the porch and he was moaning like real loud. And he was like, why did the dog keep moaning? <laughs> he's like, cause he's sitting on the nail. He's like mm. sitting on the nail. Oh, why won't he move? He said, well, it don't hurt enough yet. <laughs> right. He's going to sit hilarious. there and moan while you're in his nail. It like hurt enough yet. Like get up wow. off that thing. Wow. That's good. <laughs> he's going to let that jaw pen- penetrate you. Like, man, that's, we can go that's a whole we can go on story for story for, i love that though. i love that but um no nah, that that thank you for sharing that uh before i let you go of course i need to ask you um what does change what we normalize mean to you man there's so many things that we normalize that are just that's just bad for us just mm-hmm. just in, in a and we know it's bad for us but we but we again that pain hasn't hasn't grown uh, to to a magnitude where we feel like we need to come up off of it. Mm. But the reality is um, we we need to change just to, like, the, I'll just speak about something specific, the trauma. Right. We, we need to change the division because if, if we don't have the conversations, if we don't come together, um, if we keep creating subcategories and subclasses, it's just going to continue to um, divide us. The, the first, uh, the first art of war is to is to cut off communication. Mm. So when you divide us, that means that you speak a different language than I do, and because you speak a different language, I, I ain't trying to hear what you got to say. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So wow. we, we got to come to a place where it don't matter if you black, white, Puerto Rican, whatever, yeah, uh, gay, straight, whatever. We can come to the table. And talk about what's going on with each other and normalize those conversations. Because when you normalize those conversations, then you can get to understand. And then it's kind of going back to that we're all human and we're having a human experience. Like, mm-hmm. And we all make poor decisions. We make good decisions. But the reality is we all going to go back to the, to, to these two different places. We, we're going to go back to where we came from. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we have to be better at... Um, normalizing the things that need to be changed. Mm. I just, I just like, I like the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that often. Nah, you ain't the first one though. You ain't the first one because my last guest, Coach V, she did something very similar. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I like the way you read yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> That's what's up. It's not the way it goes, but I like that. Either way, either way you throw normalizing that thing, it works. Right, right, right. Though normalizing it, man, and um, even speaking of change, what we normalize as we talked about yourself, Steve Jobs, it's like I know the why behind it. 
Yeah. I don't necessarily know every step of what this looks like. It could be a podcast today. It can be something else tomorrow. But right. it's like, I know the why of this whole thing. I know yeah. why it was birthed. Right. Um, and that's what fuels and keeps this going. So yeah. I just wanted to say thank you, man. Oh, of course, Appreciate man. you, bro, for being on this. Uh, love you as a brother. Love you too, man. I'm um, excited. Uh, we had our little special guest. Uh, mm-hmm. We had another one around here somewhere <laughs> uh, showing off. But I was super excited, man, and just blessed that we got to do this. This is actually the first, again, episode where I was able to have a guest with me Yeah. Um, since COVID started, y'all. This started during the pandemic, literally. And um, I was home putting some things together, and I had a message that I wanted to get across. And I recorded like 30 plus episodes by myself, started a season two. And I just started doing things, man. And that's what it really is. It's like, what's that idea that's in your mind? As he spoke earlier, what's that idea that's in your mind that needs to come out? Because you can't see what's in my mind. I can't see what's in his mind, right? But that thing needs to come out and manifest itself. And other people need that thing. So don't think that your idea is too small. You know what I'm saying? Don't think that you're insignificant, but really begin to change the way that you think, really change what you normalize. And put that thing out here, y'all. So I appreciate everybody. Make sure that y'all follow Les, that y'all are checking out his stuff. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Share this with somebody that you love. And until next time, I love y'all. As always, change what we normalize because what was normal wasn't working. Right, Nip? <laughs> he said, right. Love y'all. Peace. Peace.